Welcome to WE Kiwi, where friends come in all sizes, shapes and species. And here's a book of why. Why do roosters crow in the morning? W.E. Kiwi ran under the grandstand as the rain poured down. A.J. Kiwi and his sister J.W. sat on the bench, hoping the rain was going to stop so they could go out and play football. Shaking off the water, W.E. pulled from his jacket a packet of cookies. Wiping his beak, he had to stay upbeat, as the weather was getting worse. I have some good news and some bad news, kids. Good news is, I bought some cookies from the car. Bad news is, the rain doesn't look like stopping, so we are stuck here for the time being. AJ folded his arms into his grumpy pose. JW just laughed at him. His mood got better once he had his first cookie. Think of how to pass the time. WE came up with a new tall tale. Well kids, what if we are stuck here till the morning? Who will wake us up? WE asked. I don't want to sleep here, Uncle, AJ replied. Well, AJ, do you know who is really good at waking you up in the morning? WE questioned the children. Both thought. Then JW put up her hand. I know, I know, an alarm clock. Very good, JW. But what doesn't need batteries or to be wound up? WE continued on. The riddle had stumped both of the children, and they were lost for ideas. W.E. grinned and leant in. A rooster! Roosters can wake you up every morning. But do you know why? Both children shuffled closer. It's because of a witch and her despicable brother, a warlock. What's a warlock, uncle? AJ asked. It's a man-witch. But this warlock was very cunning. You'll soon find out. Once upon a time, deep in the forest, was a decrepit old cottage. The garden was overgrown, trees blocked the entrance. The cottage was sinking down with shingles falling off the roof. The front door creaked every time it opened, as rarely anyone would come and visit. The witch and the warlock would go from the back door, so no one would see them. At the back of the cottage was a well where every morning the warlock would fetch water. The water, green and foul, could only be drunk by witches and warlocks. Frogs lived down the well, on and under the rocks. The frogs used it as their home, including the toilet. The witch was older than her brother warlock by ten years. Her teeth, yellow and long, stuck out from her lips, and she hissed every time she spoke. Long grey hair flowed behind her pointy ears, which were covered in warts. She wore thick black rimmed glasses that helped her to navigate her way through the forest on her broom. Other than black, she wore a red ruby brooch that was given to her by her mother. The brooch would remind her to stay horrible and inspired each spell. The witch cast spells on the animals in the forest, turning them into crumbling rocks. Around the cottage were piles of rocks, of the last place a poor animal was to run. Tall and thin, the witch towered over her brother. She loved to bully him. The warlock was short and hunched, 
His head was bald on top, but you'd try and hide this by growing his hair long on one side. One flip by his hand, his greasy oily hair would stick over his head. His eyesight wasn't perfect, as he only had one eye he could see out of. Over the other, he had a leather patch. When he was young, he stole his sister's broom and rode it through the trees. He wasn't paying attention, crashing into a branch. A pine cone went straight into his eye, blinding it forever. Angry and sour, he wore the patch every day. Any chance he got, he would try and break his sister's broom, but he never succeeded. In the cottage, they fought day and night. Neither was willing to leave, as they said the cottage was gifted to them by their mother. The witch tormented the warlock by calling him vile names. Her favourite, which she knew he hated, was Poopy. She would call out to him, Poopy, go fetch the rabbit for dinner. Poopy, clean out the gutters. Oh look, someone has made their daily business in the garden. It looks like you, Poopy. <laughs> they didn't have any friends, as they were so horrid. A rooster lived close by, and would offer scurry past the cottage on his way to market every morning. He would go and buy corn and cabbage for his dinner. As he got closer to the evil cottage, he would gather up speed. He had to run as fast as he could past, so not to be caught in any of the witch's spells. The warlock and the witch would just see his tail feathers as he hurried past. Every morning, as the sun rose, the witch would stand in her garden. The foul energy from the dark night would gather in her fingers so she could use this for her spells. Her powers were at their peak as the sun rose. When she saw a mouse run past, with one large cackle she cried, Bubble trouble, I shall make him rubble. With her crooked fingers, she cast a spell on the mouse. The mouse was instantly turned into black rocks. He crumbled into small pieces where he ran. She laughed and laughed at the poor mouse's misfortune. The warlock saw how she reveled in her powers. By the time it was breakfast, her powers were gone. The witch would have to wait for the next morning for her powers to return. She rubbed her red ruby brooch, hoping it had more evil spells, but it never did. She cried out to her brother, Poopy, time for my soup, make it now. Her spells didn't work on her brother, but he still worried one day they would. He obeyed her just in case. Sick and tired of living in fear, something had to change, the warlock thought. As she slurped her fisheye and rat's tail soup, her brother hatched a plan. The warlock sat in the forest the next morning, waiting for the rooster to rush past. And past the cottage he did, at great speed. The warlock jumped from behind a tree, with sweat running down his crown, the rooster had nowhere to turn. He didn't know what to do. The warlock smirked and picked his nose. His putrid breath got stronger as he closed in on the rooster. Now then, rooster, you know I can call my sister out, don't you? The rooster, frozen with fear, nodded as the warlock put his hand on the rooster's wing. She can turn you into stone in an instant. Or maybe you help me, and I shall offer you, and all your forest friends, 
safe passage till the end of time. The warlock whispered in the ear of the rooster. The rooster was about to question the warlock, but the warlock put his hand over the rooster's mouth. No, no, no. This is the deal. No changes. Take it or leave it. The warlock put out his hand. The rooster didn't have any option but to shake it. The rooster didn't have any option but to shake it. Go now. My plan will work. Don't you worry. I shall see you before the sunrise, by the well in the garden. The rooster turned as he walked off, wondering if the warlock could be trusted. The warlock grinned and waved. If this could save all the animals, then it was worth the risk. The rooster didn't sleep at all that night. Before the sun rose, he crept into the garden of the warlock and the witch. He hid by the well. In the darkness, the candle shone, and the warlock whispered, Are you there, rooster? Thinking this could be a trap, the rooster peered out without saying anything. Sure enough, it was only the warlock. He flapped his wings to get the warlock's attention. They walked to the front of the cottage together. The warlock surveyed the trees. He pointed to a willow tree in the distance. Hide behind that willow tree. I will never see you. As soon as the sun rises, till it's high in the sky, keep calling out, rooster. The warlock crept back into the cottage. As the sun rose on the horizon, the rooster took a deep breath and called out. Throughout the valley, other roosters heard the cry, so joined in. Animals knew something was wrong, so all stayed home. It was a warning cry. The witch came out of the cottage, looking to cast a spell on a poor pigeon, deer, or pony walking past. This morning, there was no one to be seen. Scratching her head, with dandruff falling to the ground, she went to have breakfast. Thinking there must be a circus or carnival on today, she didn't think anything of it. The next morning, the rooster crowed again. The witch didn't realise it was a warning cry for the animals to stay home. This continued on for a week. The witch, frustrated and angry, went to take her broom. She wanted to fly through the forest to find poor victims to cast her spells. Behind the door she went, but her broom was missing. Poopy! Where's my broom? Poopy! I can't find my broom! She cried. Hiding his delight, the warlock replied. Well, it's always been there, sister. I haven't touched it since my accident. Getting more and more heated, the witch stormed around the house. She threw a terrible tantrum flailing on the floor. All the time, reveling in her misery, the warlock knew where her broom was. While she was on the toilet, the warlock stole her broom and threw it into the well. The frogs laughed as they slowly picked it apart. The witch lay on the floor all night crying that she hadn't cast a spell in a week and had lost her broom. The warlock made breakfast every morning as the rooster crowed, warning away the animals. The witch tried casting spells on the frogs in the well, but they hid in the water, protecting themselves under the rocks. 
Without her broom, she wouldn't go anywhere. Her days of casting spells were over. After a year of not casting spells, her powers had diminished. All she could do was light a fire in the cottage to warm her fish eye and rat tail soup. She continued living with the warlock in the cottage for many years, finally giving up trying to cast any spells. On her deathbed, she rubbed the red ruby brooch one last time. As its glow lit up the room, she called for her brother. Poopy! This is the end. I've learned my evil was for no good. I thank you for staying with me. My dearest Poopy, may you find happiness. As her last breath left her mouth, the warlock had an itching under his eye patch. Taking it off, he realised he could see again. The last spell on the brooch had finally been for good. The warlock lived happily ever after in the cottage by himself and was kind to the animals. His life was good, but his hair didn't grow back and he still combed it over. As for the roosters, centuries have passed and they've been told the story of the evil witch and how she turned the poor animals into stone. The roosters, though grumpy at times, never forget to crow in the morning to warn everyone of evil witches. And that's the end. Now kids, this tale proves a very important lesson. If you are nice to your brother or sister, good things can come to you, even if it's the last thing you do. Okay? Both little Kiwi nodded. They looked out onto the park. It was still raining heavily. WE offered them another cookie. They didn't refuse and gladly ate away. Uncle, do we have enough cookies to last us all day? AJ asked. WE looked out at the pouring rain. We do, AJ. But I think we might just have to make a run for it back to the car. Today might be a movie day. Another day we can come back when it's not raining. AJ stood up. So what happens if a kiwi bird crows every morning? Should I do that to stop the witch's spells? Um, no AJ, that's the job for the roosters. And let's be honest, what's the chance of you waking up before the sun comes up? JW giggled at her brother, and AJ agreed. The rain fell as the three kiwi birds ran to the car. For the two little kiwis, it hadn't been a great day for playing, but now they knew why roosters crowed in the morning. The End Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more stories with W.E. Kiwi. And don't forget to like and subscribe.